Hey everyone, how are you? Michael Anderson. Today I'm talking to you about some investment strategies. These are things that I find myself talking with people all the time about and I'm going to share them with you today. First thing we'll talk about, words that you hear all the time in personal finance. Things like diversify, rebalance, invest for the long term. What do those even mean? So I'm going to talk a little bit about those. I'm also going to talk about something called the barbell strategy. What is the barbell strategy? I think that's a good strategy right now to think about and look at. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time sharing those items with you today, and uh, I'll just jump right into it. So we hear these things a lot, diversify, rebalance. What do those mean? You know, when you think about how you're investing your money, maybe you have a 401k, an IRA, uh, retirement funds or investment account. You, how do you decide how much money is in cash or how much money is in something else, stocks or in bonds? And if it's in stocks, how do you decide uh, which stocks to be in? Are we talking about large cap stocks, small cap, med medium cap? Uh, are we talking about uh, domestic in the United States? Are we talking about other sectors? information technology, energy, real estate. What, what, is, what is it that we're going to be invested in specifically is the question we're answering when we talk about diversification. And uh, there's a lot to be said for that. So there's a lot of options we have in terms of where we put our money. And there's also various indexes. They, they've looked at trying to put various thoughts together and just simplify this process and say, well, let's just look at an index the S&P 500 index, the Dow Jones index. Uh, there's various indexes that uh, group together various sectors and they say, here's an index. And sometimes we chart the performance of those and say, well, how have they done over the last 10 or 20 years? And you can take a look. What you observe rather quickly is that there's no one index that has consistently outperformed another index. It will always have this variation and that's kind of what the market does. Some years, uh, one's on top. Another year, another one's on top. Yeah, so it's hard to know where the top is or um, some of them always, uh, there's variation to also the bottom. There's not a consistent performer where it's always the worst or always the best. There's no, it's very random. So it's hard to know what to do there. Um, in terms of that though, diversification, what the finance education has studied and shown and come up with is that you want to stay diversified. Um, and that's, that's part of it. You want to be in various areas as far as where you're investing your money. Um, we also want to keep your expenses low. Um, so the cost internally, we can help make sure that the, the internal costs of what we're doing are low. So we're not eating those performance with various fees and keep your taxes appropriate uh, as far as turnover. And as you switch from one investment to the other, um, is that generating high taxes in terms of the turnover and also eating away at your performance? So there's a number of things to think about when it comes to investing. One approach that I like a lot is the idea of looking at the whole market and saying, Let's be invested, you know, diversify, and we'll be invested in the broader market. And so we're invested. But then within that, there are some areas where we can target 
a higher expected return with some companies. We think they're going to do better than other companies. And in those, we want to have a little more overweight of what we're investing in those we think will have a higher expected return. And that's the way I like to think of it is, is, is looking at it from that standpoint. Another thought is to say, with stocks, what's the company size? What's the relative price that it's currently being offered at? And how's their profitability? And these are various dimensions of expected returns we can look at in understanding those three areas with stocks. With bonds, we look at what's the term. In other words, when's the maturity of the bond? When are we going to get our money back? And how's the credit quality of the bond? And, and then which currency is it in? And do we like that if it's uh, not a domestic bond, but rather um, an international bond or an emerging market bond? Um, sometimes you have to be sensitive to the currency it's in. And then those are the areas, though, that help with your dimensions of expected return. So, you know, I think it's so important to, to have what I'll call the barbell strategy. Some friends called it the dumbbell strategy. And we're trying to answer the question, what if the market returns to new all-time highs in the stock market? Are you positioned to participate in that? stock market run if it goes to all-time new all-time highs the other question people think about it what if there's a decline from where we are today of 50 percent in the stock market from where we are right now are you positioned okay for that event if it were to happen and to answer those two questions together is really a tough ask but it, it is where I think this barbell strategy makes sense because if you look at your own life and your personal financial situation and your personal finance, they say personal finance is more personal than financial. I really like that thought, but look at your own life, look at where you're at and try and understand what money do I need right now for the next three months, six months, one year, two years. You'll find a, a comfort level with one of those to say, I need X dollars to be comfortable in my, we'll just call it emergency fund or in my savings account. And that's money you do want to keep in something that's very safe, i.e. a savings account. And that's money that you're going to just, if the market were to decline 50% from here, you would be totally fine and insulated from any of that. And you'd have enough money to work with for that period of time uh, that that uh, if you were to also have an event where cash flow was stressed and income was stressed. So your, your short-term needs are covered because you have that in a liquid account, savings account. You look at the other side and you say, well, I still have more money. Like I've covered my short-term needs and I'm comfortable with what I have there. What should I be doing with this additional money that I have? Um, I have more than enough in my savings. That's when you can say, all right, now I can have a long-term approach with this piece of my wealth and I can invest it. And then I can invest it into the market. Sensitive to the dimensions of expensive, expected returns, Sensitive to company size, relative price, and profitability, we can invest it. And if the market 
does return to new all-time highs, you will be positioned well with that money to participate in that and have gains and grow. So you're covering yourself for both scenarios. If there is that return to new all-time highs in the stock market, or if there is a decline of 50% in the stock market from here, both scenarios, you're covered well. You're hedged. You're in a good position. So I like the barbell strategy. I like that very much. With more explicit details, I'd be happy to discuss with you for yourself to help figure out which specific positions you might want to have. And that's part of what I do with the clients that I have. So if you're interested in having that discussion, I'm happy to do that with you. We can have a free 15-minute call to see what you're thinking about and, and we can discuss it. Or you can manage it yourself if, if that's how you run things. Um, I do like using Vanguard. I do like using dimensional funds. I really enjoy what uh, Goldman Sachs is doing with some of their ETFs. And also uh, BlackRock is an interesting idea for people that are not wanting any equities. Uh, Betterment does a great job as well. Few thoughts I want to share with you with regards to financial planning and financial planning um, in terms of how you look at your financial life. Everyone, no matter how much money you have, how much net worth you have, these six areas are extremely important. I stress this with every client to think about their cash management, their investment planning, retirement planning, risk management, estate planning, and tax planning. Those are the six areas I find to be extremely important. If you're navigating those areas well, then you're doing well with your finances. I think everyone has some areas they can probably optimize to make themselves in a better position. And if you look at the cost in terms of having that discussion to optimize your wealth, it's often a big, you get a big value in terms of what you're spending and then the savings or returns that you're getting uh, with regards to that. So something to think about indeed. Well, investment management is what we've been talking about today. Diversify, have that long-term approach. Be sure to rebalance as needed. Make sure you got your short-term needs covered in, in a safe way with cash. Make sure you're ready for that long-term money being invested well, and then you can participate in those market returns for the long-term. You know, the uh, other thought that I think about, which comes up is people will say, hey, I have money sitting here right now. Let's put it to work. How do I put this money to work? How do I implement getting this money invested? Should we just put it all in? Should we go in slowly with it? What's the strategy? What's the thought? And I think that's a, a fun discussion to have, and it's more than we're going to talk about right now, but I do recognize people are thinking about that and wondering about how should I implement getting this money invested because it's long-term money. Where should I choose to put it? How soon do I put it there? And uh, what, what do we do? So there are some thoughts that we can definitely discuss with, with that. Other people will say, uh, how do you feel about Fidelity or Schwab or T. Rowe Price or Morgan Stanley or, you know, <laughs> I've put some interesting material out on that where 
I, I, I do think about other firms and other advisors and, you know, is, is any advisor out there better than me? Is any advisor or firm out there better than what I'm going to do for someone? And there's that feeling of, well, no, like I'm going to help people better than anybody. Like nobody's going to get any help that's better than my help. And I don't, I don't, that's my own ego kind of talking. I don't necessarily entirely believe that. But what I do believe is that if you are having an advisor that you like talking to, that you feel listens when you call with a question, that you feel uh, talks to you well and, and answers the questions after they listen to them, and you just feel like you're getting some good value from those discussions, it's hard to quantify what that's worth. But it's worth something. It's worth a lot. Um, in addition to that, if they're managing your money, it's really important and nice to know you know, what those fees are and also what the strategy and what they're investing in and how they do that. And there should be some form of a, a annual review on some of that. I mean, you should have that access at a minimum. And not everybody does, but not everybody's interested in this as well. So it's tricky to navigate uh, some of that stuff. If you don't have that relationship, though, and if you aren't um, sure what is happening with how your money is invested, then I think it makes sense to shop a little bit, to have a few discussions to try and find someone that can help you with that. But uh, anyhow, that's just a few thoughts for you to look at. Um, I always share a couple websites I like is napfa.org, N-A-P-F-A.org. Also, XY Planning Network, I think, is a good one to look at. And uh, both of those places, you're going to find fee-only financial advisors near you, wherever you are, or virtual. So, a lot of choices there. Hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Michael Anderson. And... We will talk with you soon. Engineer is Rachel Graves. And as a disclosure, please do not take advice from me or this program unless I'm your client, unless you are my client, unless we have a formal way of knowing each other. I don't know most of you. I don't know your situation. So it wouldn't make any sense to take advice from me for your situation. If you're looking for specific advice for yourself and your situation, please do consult a tax, legal, or financial professional to get that direct one-on-one -on -one help. All right, that's the disclosure. Have a wonderful day, and we'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye.